Dr. Richard Massey is with us, Patrick, at OneRadioNetwork.com, where you can call. I got a little story. I don't know if you recall, but three or four years ago, I went through sciatica twice, one of those, you know. And it was one of those where I did one on the stretcher, and they stretch out your, you know, your spine. And, man, I did body work crazy. I mean, just anything I could do. And it happened, it lasted for about a year or so. And it was, it's probably, I don't know if you, have you ever had sciatica? Oh, yeah. It's probably the worst pain ever, isn't it? It, it is. It's I right mean, up there, number talking. one. Right up there, number uh, one. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and I, I managed not to whine through it, and I just really kept asking, you know, what's the lesson here? Because I'm going to work through this. And I worked through it spiritually, the whole thing. I mean, I went to a few people, and after a while I knew that the only way I was going to get rid of it is to go into the center of it and figure out what it was about, right? And I gradually yeah. was getting better and better and better. And and then one night, I had an, a past life experience where I was a soldier. And it could have been World War II because it, I think it was Japanese. So it could have been, you know, early 40s before I came in. I don't know. And mm-hmm. I was on this island and myself and some other guys were torturing Japanese soldiers. And I can't even describe how we were torturing them. It was so bad. So I really saw, so this sciatica thing was the karmic turnaround for that. Mm, Mm. Wow. Yeah. And it was so clear. Mm-hmm. And you just make the connection. It wasn't like somebody was there saying, no, this is, right. you just knew it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you just knew yeah. it. You just knew it. I said, well, that's interesting. Wow. Isn't, isn't it interesting how we can have things in previous lives and they happen here and we have such a hard time understanding why? Mm-hmm. It makes sense, right? If you don't make the connection, how would you, how would you, you know, understand the why. Yes. And when you get those lightning connections, then everything clears. Yeah. And that's a that's a wonderful experience. In the grinding kind of experience, like the other day when I was driving up to see my great-grandson from Austin to San Antonio, I kept reciting the saying, my heart is full of love and understanding. And it's one of the ones Jobert recommended in Recall Healing. My heart is full of love and understanding. And I just say it over and over. Mm. And when I feel a release, then I say the little one's heart. I say his name. His heart's full of love and understanding. And I go through the whole family like that until I'm in a heart connection with the entire family. And in that moment, during the heart connection, the feelings are no longer the powerful influencer of what's going on. I'm released from the realm where feelings are dictating everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm in this place of the heart where there's no compulsion to react there's just this moment-to-moment responsiveness from a heart-centered place and so 
doing those releasing exercises is vital. So if we're sitting there with Scott and we discover a connection, but it's not like one of those things that we can totally clear it in the moment, then we practice a releasing suggestion, like my heart is full of love and understanding. The person who did me this injustice, their heart is full of love and understanding. We say it over and over and over and over like a mantra or like a rosary mm -hmm. until it just feels like that's the way it is. Yeah. And then somewhere in that process, the body comes, you know, back into alignment. Yeah. Um, it's really funny how we can, you know, take the Susan Hay kind of affirmation idea back in 50 years ago into spiritual exercise where we're we're talking to ourselves and saying this is the way it is for me over and over and over and over and over again. And the more we say it, the more we believe it, and the more we believe it, the more it's true, and the more it's true, then it is true, and before you know it, it is true. You know, it just is. And, it, you know, yeah. it's, it just is. And nobody can talk you out of it. You know, you don't have to, you can't go back. It just is. It just is. Isn't that fun how that works? And we've done it. And, and, yeah, we've done it ourselves you, with spirit. Yeah. Yes. And and do you know do you know the rosary sentences still? I do not know. Okay, I was wondering if you could recite them. Um, I may have mentioned this last time that a friend of mine was really helped by including herself and her mother in the rosary sentences. Um, and you know, just the parts that I would know is like. Uh, to say, Hail Mary, blessed art thou among women, mm -hmm. and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Of thy womb, Jesus. And then what yeah. Was, yeah. yeah, and then what was your mother's name? Nepha. Nepha. Spell that. N-E-N-F-A, Nepha. So your mother's name was Nepha. So if you were to do the rosary that way, you would say, Hail Nepha. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Patrick. Oh. Yeah, you can feel that, right? And and people can go through their whole family tree like that. With the So that's and, just the Hail Mary, right? That's just the Hail Mary that we used to yeah, say. Hail Mary, full of grace. Hail Mary, Hail Mary yeah. full of grace. I don't remember. Hail Mary, full of grace. Right. What, yeah. How does it go? Hail Mary, full of grace. I don't know. I was raised Baptist. And you know, so my friend, she knew it. And I can't, you know, okay, I, you'd have to you I'm gonna, Google I'm gonna, it now. I'm going to Google here. I'm going to Google it. But people can put in their grandmother's name and then their mother or their grandmother's name and then their father's name. And, you know, because Jesus prayed that we would all be one, just like he and the father are one. So I don't think he minds sharing the rosary. No, I don't no. think Mary does either. And so... It includes us. It includes our biology. Uh, for those who are out there and still do the rosary and uh, want to experiment with that. And it's kind of cool, too, regardless of what your spiritual path or religion is. I mean, there's some really jewels in all these little, all these little religions mm -hmm. because yeah. they all stem from the truth, yeah. right? Even though they've yeah. branched out. And Now, this one is a little bit different from what we used to say. I just pulled it up here from the Vatican. Hail Mary, full of grace, 
the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Oh, holy Mary, Mother there of God, go. pray for us sinners yeah. now and for and now and at the hour of our death. Amen. The Hail Mary. See, so a person can put their mother's name in there, That's in great. their name, I'm gonna do and that. grandma's name, and their parents' name, and on so, back as so far I'd be, as you can recite. So I do hail Nepha, full of grace. The Lord yes. is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. Oh, blessed is Patrick in thy womb, Jesus? Where yeah, do I go? Uh-huh. Where do I go? Blessed is the fruit of Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Patrick. Oh, that yeah. instead of Jesus. Oh, I get to replace Jesus. Instead of Jesus, yeah. <laughs> holy Mary. Holy you're Nepha. one with Jesus. I'm one with Jesus. Yeah. Holy, holy Nepha, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now. Oh, man, that's cool. Yeah, so that's what yeah. that's what you're talking about. The Rosary, we would do a Hail Mary for each each little bead. Yes. Okay, that's because this because this woman did the Rosary uh-huh. all the time, you know, and. But had this uh, had some things happen in the family where there was this sense of depression and mm-hmm. worthlessness, mm-hmm. and so you know if you're going to do this 108 times or whatever every day, let's put in your family, let's put in you, let's put in your child, let's sure. put in grandparents, and uh, and let's get the whole family in there. You know, along with Mary and Jesus, you know, and and get a rhythm going there. Um, yeah. Dr. Richard Massey is here, and uh, I had a little experience in Marble Falls that I'm going to tell you about when we that involves Richard Massey on some level. He doesn't even know it yet. So uh, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. If you have not tried our sulfur, well, you're missing out because it's pretty good stuff. Especially if you eat Jamo foods. Do you eat Jamo foods? We don't recommend it, but if you go out to eat, you probably get some. Previously, with research scientists at MIT, Stephanie Seneff, PhD, and the curious connections between these glyphosates, Roundup, GMOs, and sulfur. So, if you simply put the glyphosate in place of the glycine in the sulfur transferase, you will not be able to get the sulfate from the cholesterol sulfate to some other molecules such as the heparin sulfate, the cell won't be able to defend itself with sulfate if it can't put the sulfate there. But it's really, really important to be able to do that because, for example, cholesterol sulfate, it delivers sulfate to the cells, but in order to deliver it, you've got to take the sulfate off of the cholesterol and put it on something else. And that's where the sulfur transferase would come in and wouldn't be able to do that. I know, it gets a little geeky, but the point is that without the proper amount of sulfur in the body, and now it's being disrupted because of the GMOs, even more than what it was already doing, it's, it's not good. So we think that this uh, sulfur product that we've been promoting is really helping people to keep everything kind of working well because this whole sulfur cycle is kind of God's way of keeping the bad guys out and exiting the body. And because our sulfur is absolutely pure with no additives, it's different from almost all the other ones out there. You can click an order, three prices, right on our website, oneradionetwork.com. And if you want more than two pounds, simply email me, patrick at oneradionetwork.com. Patrick at oneradionetwork.com. And we'll hook you up. We'll get you going for as many. Some people like to get some family and friends around, you know, and um, get a better price and 
do it that way. So just email me if uh, that's something that you would you would like to do, and we'll we'll take care of you. Okay. Shen Blossom is on our website. Well, the the link to it, and I encourage you to 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 go by there sometime. We look at our website and see the see either in the store or on the front page, and I think you'll experience some very very cool products. This is one of my faves. It's called a blood purifier detoxification. It's AKO Haka Hinoki, and you just do four or five drops, and you can feel this little pumpkin working like within about two minutes after you take it. I mean, it's really interesting. That's a fun one, and we know that it's important to keep the blood clean. Arise is a male potency formula from Shen Blossom. This is another one, guys, that you can feel. You feel energetic. It also helps sleep, which is interesting. You can take it before bed. That's fun. They have, um, I'm looking at the list here. What else do I want to share with you? He's got a Shazandra and a Goji Berry combo, or you can get them separately. These are two very cool superfruits that you get in a tincture. You'll like that one. Here's another one I like a lot, the He Shi Wu. It's a very classic formula, and they make it, it takes them about a month to make it, Ho Shi Wu from Shen Blossom. Very good for the kidneys. He's got all kinds of cool things. Uh, Japanese coffee beans, if you like coffee. He's got seaweeds, uh, spices, misos, midnight minerals. I I take that one. I like that one. Um, A prime digestion activator. Boy, that's a good one. You just take a little bit of powder and that kind of gets things going. I think you really like it. It's... um, Shen Blossom, and it's on OneRadioNetwork.com. Shen Blossom, OneRadioNetwork.com. Do you like colostrum? Daniel Vitalis, this idea of colostrum being really good for the immune system, tell us a little bit about that. Well, the thing about colostrum is that it is developed in the blood of the cow right before it calves, and it's developed so that it can format the immune system of its calf. It's pretty important to understand that a calf would have no immune system if it got no colostrum. So it's pretty well understood that if you deprive a calf of colostrum, it's going to have a failure to thrive. It might even die. Now, human beings are a little bit different. We can survive without our mother's colostrum, but we never are going to have a fully intact immune system. The important thing to remember is that we're living in an era where there's more people alive today with dysfunctional immune systems than ever before. And colostrum gives us the ability to actually restructure, rebuild, and reformat our immune systems so we can really thrive in our modern world today. Explore, research, and order all of Daniel Vitalis's products clicking on the survival links on the front page of OneRadioNetwork.com. I got caught with my uh, with my microphone down. Know the source on One Radio Network. Or as my uncle Tony used to say, know the sauce.
No, the women. That was Richard Massey. <laughs> <laughs> and Richard Massey's here. He's a, a, a former MD. Now you just play with medicine, play with natural medicine. You don't do, you don't do pharmaceutical stuff anymore. Right? You let that go. I can't hear you. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. I was having a silent moment. You have a silent moment. It's a great silent moment. Triple eight six six three sixty three eighty six. And if you'd like to call, you can call Patrick One Radio Network dot com and or triple eight six six three sixty three eighty six. So Dr. Richard Massey, have you heard? I bet you have. Have you heard of Extracorporeal blood oxygenation and ozonation. Ooh, that sounds exciting. Have you heard of that? I I have. I think, are you describing the thing that's sometimes called EBU? I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, I think there's one or two places here in Austin that do it. Um, I believe a place called Alive and Well does it. Uh, that's run by Bill Swale's son. You remember Bill from mm-hmm. People's Pharmacy? You and I used to hang out with him at People's Pharmacy sometimes. Um, and I think it's a popular overseas uh, offering as well at big clinics. Yeah, I think uh, Minkoff, he, he's all into that. I, that's when I first heard about it. Well, there's a doc in Marble Falls her name is Jenna Saxton, and she's a DO, doctor of osteopathy thing. And she, one of her good friends and, and uh, kind of one of the lead technicians there is Mary Nunley, the daughter of Dr. Really? Nunley. Really? Yeah. Wow. So they have a little place in Marble Falls. It's really cool. It's called Roots, Roots, Roots Integrative Medicine. And they invited me out last week to do an eboo thing because they, they're all eboo up. And it was really fun. It was. Wow. And you sit there and they take your blood, I guess, from one arm and they put it through this ozone thing, right? And then they have a mm-hmm. ultraviolet light. And I think they even do a little sprinkle of heparin, just a sprinkle just to make sure, sure your your blood is thin. Yeah, you don't want to clot. You don't want to mm-hmm. clot up. And then you sit there for maybe 25 or 40 minutes or whatever, however long time. And you just circulate this thing. And I really felt light, happy, almost a bit um, surreal and clean. I felt a little clean thing going on, right? Yes, yes. And so I told them about you. So they're in, they're going to invite you out. Oh, wow. They're okay. going to invite you out for an eboo and uh, a gift you with an eboo. So look at your email box and Mary's going to email you any, any moment now. Oh, wow. Okay. And I thought it'd be fun if you could take your blood before and after. That'd be interesting. 
Oh, yeah. And maybe yes, it if we be. see some okay. real interesting changes, you can do it on the show and show people. Yeah. Have you ever done the okay. eBay thing? The whole? I have not. I, I've seen the machine, but I haven't oh, cool. done any of them. Or, yeah. Wow, that's exciting. Is it pretty exciting? Yeah, I think you'll like it. I, I know you will. And uh, oh, yeah, they were, I told them about, all about you. They, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll invite them. That'd be great. So um, you do something similar, but it's just for a short while. Tell folks what you do different from Eboo. Yeah, so so my part doesn't have that filtering mechanism. They almost have like a dialysis A dialysis, filtering, yeah. Right. Uh, that happens with the Eboo that I don't have that so i put ozone in the blood and put light in the blood and put it back in your body they do that plus filter out a bunch of the poisons and plus over a longer period of time right in your yeah, little system larger, you just do how much blood yeah. how much blood yeah do you a think? couple of hundred cc's of blood yeah. yeah i think this is a few liters in this machine oh yeah yeah it's most of your blood volume wow. it's cleaned up mm-hmm yeah I, yeah, really liked wow, it. I really, I really liked it. Yeah, I, I mean, it was pretty trippy. Yes, yeah. It there's a real place for this, honestly. You know, as uh, things get more and more toxic, and as we wake up to that, it's like, oh my goodness, I haven't uh, taken care of myself for twenty years. Uh, I could use a boost. Somebody help me. And um, <clears throat> pesticides, toxins. Now, even though the classic Eboo thing says infections, which I don't believe, but um, they also talk about the um, the results of the infections. You know, so I would, mm-hmm. yeah, I I think that when we get this blood gets cleaned up, even if these viruses are not from the outside, that the virus isn't. I think it cleans up the debris from. The cleaning up process. You know what I mean? I don't you think there's yeah. there's down downward there's downflow from isn't there? I mean there's yeah. got a, when you eat something up there's there's waste material, correct? Yeah. Yeah, there is. And it's nice to clean that up and yep, clean it all up. I, I like what Dr. Hammer found out. I mean we call these things infections and we have a feeling about them. Right. Like, like they're a bad thing. And, you know, without infection ongoing in our body, we would be dead. Like within an hour, we would fall over dead if we did not have ongoing infection what we call in our infection. body. Yeah. <clears throat> what we call infection. We've got organisms doing things for us. That's what infection really is. Mm. They're on our side. Uh, and uh, you know, we, we have a hard time seeing that. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah, we just have a hard time seeing so it. So many much. years and lifetimes believing that something was jumping out of the bushes at us and wants to try to kill us, you know? I understand yes. that, yeah. Yeah, and, and I'm not saying that you can't die if some process gets out of hand. I mean, you obviously can, you know? Um but like when that little boy with pre-leukemia came to the office, he was in and out of consciousness. He had an ingrown fingernail. It was infected. He had red streaks up his arm. He had wow. fever. 
he was dying. He was dying of the same thing his brother died of. Uh, and they had cut off his brother's hand at Cook's Children's Hospital in five weeks of antibiotics, and his brother died anyway. And they couldn't make a certain kind of white blood cell that balanced a certain bacteria. Hmm. And so it would just take over and result in death. And when we did the peroxide ultraviolet IV, everything went back to normal, and he was just fine. So there's something about putting in things like ozone and light that balances whatever process is going on between us and organisms. Yeah. And that would then explain why people who did ivermectin or something else or whatever they did felt better, even though it was very possible that it wasn't getting rid of some virus called COVID. Yeah. Just like, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in mm-hmm. any, any any medication, by definition, is a toxin. I mean, you can, I went to pharmacy school. You can look it up. <laughs> Every medication is a toxin. And the main purpose of a medication is to poison the healing system and slow it down so that the person is not overwhelmed by healing too much or too fast. Say that again. I liked it. So, yeah. So every medication is a poison, officially, medically, scientifically. Poison. 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 Right. So most people die from either healing too much or healing too fast. Mm-hmm. They don't die from illness. They don't die from a disease. They die from healing too much or healing too fast. Wow one answer yeah and i can watch that i show that to people with their heart monitors on i I show them that as their blood moves you can physically see it it's not it's an observation it's not an opinion and i didn't read it from anybody so you can actually see this happening and if i take a poison into my body it poisons the healing system it poisons okay okay i'm with you yeah, yeah. the drug poisons the healing system so that I don't heal too fast or heal too much, and I will survive. I'll have to heal for a longer period of time because I slowed everything down, but I have a better chance of surviving the process, right? So, But in our culture, we have to tell people that things kill stuff, mm-hmm. you know? Nobody's going nobody's to take anything unless they think it kills something. I need something to kill this thing. That's what I need. Okay, give me this. Right, you know. That's amazing, yeah. yeah. You know, Dr. Cowan, uh, the last show we did with him was just out of control cool. I, I'll send it to you, and you should just watch it. Okay. Get some popcorn and just watch it. He is hilarious. And he's going through all he this is. stuff like the DNA. And where do you hear the stories on the DNA? Some dude just made all this up years ago. Did you know that? Just made it up. They have no idea whether it's true the way they say it is. They, they, yeah. You know, they just made it up and then they do these computer generated things. They said, well, that's the way the, the, the DNA. Yeah, he's just hilarious. So he, we laughed the whole time. I was like, oh, oh my God, I'll send it to you. So uh, back to that. I think he had mentioned one show where his 
his understanding was, say, if uh, somebody damages their their lungs through whatever, toxins or grief or worry, whatever, there's a million different things, right? So the little bacteria go in there, which is already in our body, and they're trying to clean things up. Let's, yeah. let's clean up this dead tissue. Let's clean it up, baby. We'll do it. And then you... Yeah. You feel badly. You get a fever, and you you can't breathe, and it's just terrible. And you go to the doctor, yeah. and they what do they say? What do they say? Yeah, they call it an infection. They give it a name. Pneumonia. They call it a disease. Pneumonia. Yeah. And then they yeah. give you an antibiotic, and yeah. guess what? You feel better two days later because what yeah. they do? They stop the healing process. Yeah. Wow. I get goosebumps when I think about that. It stopped yeah. the healing yeah. process. It's crazy, right? But to your, you, you know, you know, but to your point, and I have to be careful of not throwing the baby out with the bathwater, and respect these doctors not for the work, you know, for the work that they did with your grandson, great grandson, and everything else. Oh yeah, but, you know, I yeah. mean, these guys are good. They know what they're, you know, they're yeah. good. But if a person is maybe elderly and very frail and very weak and and just not making it. If they didn't get the antibiotic, they could die. Maybe they yeah. just are not strong enough to go through the healing process yeah. naturally, right? Yes. Yep. So yeah, it's absolutely. not a black and white thing. You got to, you know, you got to know what you're doing with this stuff. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I agree. So with my great grandson, <laughs> for instance, um, they had to do a, a CAT scan study with dye, uh-huh. with the injected dye so they could see the anatomy of the heart and get a specific look at his. And now they have a system where it does 3D photographs so that when somebody's going to go in there, there's not a surprise. They actually see all the anatomy in advance, which is amazing, right? But his little kidneys took a hit from the contrast dye. It's toxic to the kidneys, right? Here's this little newborn that came early. And here's where a blend would be helpful. So if somebody who does what I do and what my acupuncture friends do and homeopathic friends do, they could go in there and help this little kid's kidneys recover faster. But all that we have in the hospital there, we don't have anything for that. We're still going to feed the mother, you know, jello or whatever, you know, that she's being fed for her breast milk. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but it's microwave food maybe or something. Uh, Instead of having her take herbs for kidney restoration, which would then come out in the breast milk Hmm. and go into his body or having somebody do acupressure on the kidney points to help the kidney clear that quicker. And then he could have his stent sooner and go home. Wow. But now all we know to do is just wait. Because So they sit yeah, there yeah. and wait for the, because that's all that the standard of care allows for. Hmm. Like we're, we're great at this technology stuff, but we don't really, not going to do much for supporting the kidneys in their recovery. We just have to wait and see and give him time to recover because that's our yeah. way we see They didn't it. teach that yeah. in medical school, and it's not a standard of care. Boy, no, you know, what you're talking about yeah. here is pretty, really, integrative medicine. 
I mean, you, mm-hmm. and we could do this stuff. Yeah. We could do it. No, we could do this. We yeah, could it's do totally it. available, you know. It's right yeah. there. And the whole time while they're doing their magic, which yeah. these guys can do with, you know. Yes. Uh, you could do all kinds of you know, you know, stuff, even even giving hydrogen rather than just oxygen or giving a little bit of CO2 with the hydrogen with the oxygen. Yeah. I mean, you know, pure hydrogen is not that healthy. I don't know. You probably know that, right? Yeah. It just isn't. And who knows what you yeah. can put in the little IVs as well. I mean, you can get some pretty creative, right? Right, right. All kinds of possibilities. You <laughs> All know. kinds of possibilities. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. And then, yeah. Mm. So. Well, that's the future. That's that's where we're going, right? Integrative mm-hmm. medicine. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, I have a niece that lives in the St. Louis area, beautiful gal, got pregnant her second and there was something wrong with the the little um, baby's heart in in utero. They figured it out. He wasn't going to be able to be born, come out alive. And they they operated on this baby in in utero. I mean, how do you do that? I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, come yeah. on. They did. They yeah. operated on the baby inside mom. And when he came out, then they had to do all kinds of little surgeries. And they, they had a whole thing where, I get crying when I think about it, they, they flew the baby up there. They had this bunch of doctors that have got together for cases like this. And they flew him up to, I think it was up to Pittsburgh, often back and forth. And the kid's just great now. And look what it look what it took to get him there. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Just amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it is. There's a lot of love out here. Oh Patrick. man. Oh man. And she said these doctors that were taking care of her were just like you know, like angels, you know. Just just like yes, angels. They are. Just like angels. I agree. So we don't want to get all feisty and snarky over doctors. There's a lot of them out there that are Doing really good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Here's an email from Amy. Can Patrick please ask Dr. Massey about his thoughts on generational curses? Whew. Many cultures believe that as certain spirits follow our pr- progeny. Is that how you say that? Progeny? Mm-hmm. Okay. And yeah. these cultures have cleansing prayers and rituals that reveal these spirits. What do you think about that? Yeah, you know, I, I've heard a lot about that. I went to churches earlier in my life that taught about that, and they would bring in specific healers for that. Um, my sense is, is that a lot of this is just repressed rotten feelings in generations that just never got expressed nobody uh-huh. looked at them they kind of take on a twisted life of their own um and uh can can pop out of the subconscious into awareness all of a sudden and feels really frightening um and my experience is after people work with this for a while they 
they realize that everything is kind of a misunderstood love story. Um, and that the tough part about calling something a generational curse is that it's a, a way that people don't notice, but they're actually blaming their parents and grandparents. Mm-hmm. So if there's any of that sentiment in something, it's going to hurt me to call it that. So if I blame my parents, I'm blaming my own genetic material inside my own body. Oh, you don't want to do that. It's going to hurt me. Hmm. If I'm blaming my grandparents or my great-grandparents, it's going to blame my own genetic material and it's going to hurt me. Um, so my preference is to not use words like generational curse. Um, there are ways to be clean from all of those things and from their effect without blaming anybody, without pointing to somebody and saying the curse came through you. Mm -hmm. you And, uh, what we discover in constellations is including everyone and giving them their proper place is very healing. And then all these things that are called generational curses disappear and they don't even have to be addressed directly. If I get focused on trying to get rid of darkness, it's not going to go well. (laughs) If I bring in the light, right? The the darkness will dissipate without any effort. Just bringing in the light. Yes. Well, it goes to the work that I do. Um, where everything is a state of consciousness, right? So if if our state of consciousness is dark at that moment, which we all do sometimes, the only way to get rid of it is to change the state of consciousness to the light. That's it. You, you can't get rid of the dark unless you just change. And you're, we're literally going into the next state of consciousness and we're just changing. That's it. And then you yeah. say, well, where's the dark? Well, as soon as you say that, you're back in the dark. So you don't need to do that. You know, just go to the light and stay there, baby. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. I mean, that's the way I see it. Yes. And, and I will say that I've seen some people who have temporarily benefited from folks who work with them in that way because they were raised by parents who were murderers. Mm. literally and they needed to have a connection like this healing person would come in to the church and do a healing for them and it was necessary for them to connect with a higher loving authority and kind of kind of bypass what a lot of us would find good about connecting with our parents for them it was not true and they actually benefited from having somebody coming in and going through a process of casting out or reversing a generational curse and it seemed to benefit them in those extreme situations Um, whatever works for you out there i'm in favor of it 
If anything sets you free, I'm in favor of it. <laughs> there was a fellow we talked to years ago that he was talking about curses and witch doctor stuff, and he was saying that the witch doctor stuff was a way that they used because they knew that the problems with the person was having was all of these thoughts and ideas and images that he was carrying around with him, which uh, the Buddhists called uh, samskara, samsara, something like that, you know. Yeah. And this is the stuff that's making people crazy, right? And it's all subconscious, conscious. And what they would do, just, just sh- uh, scare the bejesus out of people and even give them some drugs, you know, and dance around and do music and do all this stuff. And by the time you know it, the guy was just like a, a wet noodle and all of his... Uh, <laughs> All of his weird things he's been thinking about, they're just not there anymore. So the guy was healed. And that's what the witch doctors did. They knew how to do it, man. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. <laughs> Isn't that cool? I mean, it makes sense. Just do the witch doctor thing, man. They'd give him drugs and they'd beat on him. Or God knows what they did. Yeah. They just got him to stop thinking yeah. about all that stuff. <laughs> yes, you could put that in your screenplay. That's right. Somebody, somebody gets off of work and goes to see the doctor and they walk in and the doctor and nurse turn out the lights and dance around them and shake some rattles. <laughs> That's right. Go back to work shake and they're okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> okay. Uh, let's see. Let's see if I can read this guy from someone. Well, I agree that there are some doctors doing good work. I can't help but feel all the medical complex does is ultimately a net negative. The, ma- the, ma- the damages they do is so immense and devastating. I had to take a relative into ER last year and she was transferred into the ICU due to retaining too much carbon dioxide, which was attributed to the pulmonary embolism. I saw and encountered Many doctors who lied, they also refused administering um, high-dose vitamin C and stuff. So the, the callousness, lies, and sick personalities I saw in the hospital was astounding. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah it happens. I understand. No, you know, and people who, people who say they can see spirits say that the hospital is just filled with the darkest spirits of all the places you could go, all the people who died there, all the people who have suffered there, um, that it can be a very, very dark place. And yeah, yeah, my heart goes out to you for that experience. Uh, I, you know, when my own children got fever and went to the ER. One of them tested positive on whatever this test was for COVID or whatever. And people were so afraid of my own child, they wouldn't help them. Wow. They just sent them home. Uh, like, uh, like you have something deadly, you know, we don't want to be around you and, Let's go home. And I thought, wow, really, it's it's come to that. Amazing, where huh? Healthcare people uh, 
will, you know, um, it's like the old leprosy days in the Bible, you know. No, you don't go over there. Hmm. They're even uh, turning down people for needed surgeries because they're not vaccinated. I mean, that's going on today. Going on today. Yeah, one of the hmm. one of the near death experience guys. He died from mistreatment in a hospital because they thought he had AIDS. He had some lesions on his body. Hmm. It looked like sarcoma and I, I forget he had an infected gallbladder or appendix or something and they just put him over in the corner away from everybody because they thought he was dangerous wow. and he died and uh, he had this near-death experience and he came back talked about that but it was all just from and he, he didn't even have anything whatever that was whatever that AIDS was whatever he didn't was. have it yeah, and, uh, you know, but he got discriminated against because it appeared that he had it. And people were say he said people said things to him like, "What? Are, you know, don't you know what you're doing to us coming in here? You know, like the guy's sick, he's coming to a hospital and they're going like, you could kill me, you know, like, why are you well, doing this to us? Um, that whole eight story is amazing. Kerry um, Mullis, who got a Nobel Prize for inventing the PCR test, is on record before he died in a mysterious way. We won't go there. Yeah. Uh, and, and proved that the PCR being used for this, whatever COVID was or isn't, was wrong. And then he spent two yeah. years trying to find this mystical aid virus. Never could find it. And then when you look at the work of, you know, the show me the virus people, the Cowans and you know, the growing number of docs saying there is no virus. Yeah. There wasn't any. There's just never proven to be one. And they, they literally killed these people with the with the vaccines. And they, they gave them a PCR test and told them they had AIDS. And then they gave them drugs and stuff. And, and then they beat them up because, like you say, oh, terrible lifestyle, too many drugs and too all the sex. It was terrible what went on there. It was just horrendous. Yeah. Just awful. Yeah. Awful. awful. Yeah, and what the German New Medicine people and the recall healing people have discovered in working through that is that one of the common conflicts is these were children who were not wanted uh-huh. when their parents found out they were pregnant with them. They were uh-huh. kids who were not wanted. They were not wanted. And, hmm. and so by finding a way to die young, their subconscious was telling them, you're helping your parents out. You're disappearing. Wow. You're getting skinny and you're dying and you're disappearing and that'll make them happy because you weren't wanted in the first place. So everybody will be happier if I'm gone. That's amazing. So they'll take that, they'll take that negative talk on because it, it matches mm-hmm. what's, what's in their subconscious that they're not even aware is there. Wow. Phew. I remember when that whole thing hit, I think it was late 70s. And so I was in New Orleans when it was happening and, you know, the big gay community there, and it was weird. You know, it was just, it was like, you know, phew, man. just starting. Yeah, one, yeah, once people, 
you know, that's the biggest thing for commerce. If you're if you're into commerce, this kind of commerce, that man, that's a great payday. If I can convince one group of people that they're a deadly threat to another group of people, I mean, that means my bank account's going up. Yeah, you know, because I'm I'm funding the disagreement. I'm funding the war. You know, and. Uh, just variations on the same theme, you know, get groups to feel like, oh, that group's dangerous to be around. And, you know, they tried to do it with the mask and the unmasked for a while. They got away with it. But you know what? They're not getting any traction on this vaccine thing. There is so much information out there. And and now they have these people testifying, Walensky, you know, the CDC gal, she perjured herself, yeah. according to articles. She's lied twice under oath. You know, she may end up in the pokey. I, I, never, I don't want to see anybody in jail, but they're just not getting away with it, you know, um, with the unvaxxed or the problem. It's just not working because there's this, the evidence is obvious, the opposite, right? And um, RFK Jr. is out there now, and he is raising some hell, baby, and he's getting on some of the big shows, the Rogans of the world, and, um, you know, he's letting it all loose. He doesn't care. He's got nothing to lose, man. And he tells a story. Yeah. I watched a video the other day. I think it was Rogan's show. Who's got like 10 million people, you know, 10 times the audience of CNN, um, that um, Pfizer came to Reagan and said, you know, we can't do these vaccines anymore unless we get immunity. And um, they did it. They gave him immunity because... Reagan thought that they needed the vaccines. Wow. Yeah. Whoa, baby. Whoa, baby. Yeah, the whole thing, you know, it's it, it's somehow related to colonizing. Colonizing. And, uh, oh yeah. I mean, you remember all the stories of part of the part of the danger of colonizing is when cultures meet and they supposedly get infected oh. and die from things because they've never seen that, right? Yeah. Um, so I would give shots of like yellow fever before a soldier would go off into a yellow fever zone or something. And, you know, it's to uh, to protect people when they're out colonizing because we got to make sure yeah. we can continue to colonize. There is uh, something wild with that with... Um who was the guy that really president um, that changed the banking system? But the whole thing, Trail of Tears, and the Indians and smallpox. Do you know what I mean? That story. Yeah. That story was never the was never the way they said it happened. It's just you know something. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. I think of Paul Simon's Kodachrome song. Mm-hmm. When I think back to all the things I learned in high school. It's amazing. I can think it all. (laughs) I can think it all. Well, Mm -hmm. here we are. Happy Juneteenth. Yeah. Yeah, Happy Juneteenth. Juneteenth. And and, um, celebrate well. And uh, hope you get a chance to get out to uh, be on the lookout for uh, an email from Mary Nunley and uh, go out there and do the eboo thing and and see what you think. Yeah, do that. Maybe you do a blood test before and after. I think it'd be interesting to see. Because I'm not sure what, think, what, what is this, yeah. what is this, 
what does the ozone in the eboo thing, it's like a kidney dialysis thing too. What is it supposedly going to do? Just clean up debris in the blood? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ozone is a way of, you know, hyper oxygenating the blood. Uh huh. But it also takes the hydrogen molecules off of these compounds like NADH. So ozone will take the H off of that and leave NAD. Yeah. Which makes the mitochondria spin so much faster and make more energy molecules. Oh. So ozone will spin those mitochondrial wheels and you'll get, you'll make more holy water. Mitochondria actually makes holy water while it's making these energy molecules. It spits off holy water off to the side. It sprinkles it. I mean, just like you got as a young Catholic, little sprinkles of holy water. That's just what the mitochondria does while it's making the jet fuel for the human body, right? The ATP. So the ozone speeds that up. It's the holy trinity of oxygen. Fits right there in the church, right? Uh, you know, Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Father, holy Son, trinity. Holy Ghost, the Holy Trinity. Yeah, yeah. So ozone is three oxygens. Mm-hmm. Like the oxygen we breathe is just two oxygens. But there's a third one for ozone. That's the Jesus oxygen. And it separates from the other two and becomes human flesh. Mm. That's literally what happens. So with ozone, the two that... There are two that stay in the gas state, and the one oxygen becomes human flesh. It joins to your red blood cell, starts setting up this cascade of getting rid of sin and creating new life, you know, to put it in Sunday school language. Wow, that's pretty cool. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you've been absolved. Uh, Do four eboos and six Hail Marys. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah your biological confession yeah i used to love being an altar boy i just thought well, that was so cool you know <laughs> you put on these little what was it it was black it was like a black cossack thing and then the white thing and then you got to either ring the bells or pour the wine i thought it was cool man i like to do it and then you hold the hold the thing under the when they give it the communion we did that. You got to do all this cool stuff, man, when you were a kid. It was great. I liked it. Yes, yes. <laughs> we had no idea what they were saying, right? The whole thing was in in, in, in Latin. You know, we didn't know. <laughs> We had no idea. It's great. Yes. It was great. Yeah. Well, Dr. M, I uh, love you, brother. Thank you for being here. YouTube, and um, right when you get work, will you? Just let us know when you get work. Okay. And, All right. Um, Sounds good. Have fun at uh, Roots in Marble Falls when you go out there. Yeah, I just got an email. I'll say, where is this place? I live close to Marble Falls. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's Roots. R-O-O-T-S. I think it's Roots Integrative Medicine. And they do IVs and all kinds of fun stuff, you know. They do some. I this like gal it. is cool. She's a DO, but... She's out of control, cool. She's she's, just, I like she's it. gonna do it all, man. Just gonna do it all. Oh, and then I gotta tell you, then I had dinner with Dr. Nunley and his wife, Rebecca, out in the country. Uh, man, those two little angels, those two are just like have you ever been out to his spot? I'd love to take you out there sometime. I have not. Yeah, he's got a whole bunch of acres and cows and 
he's outside of Marble Falls and they got chickens and cows and goats and dogs and really fun stuff and we had a good time. It was it was fun being out there. So he said to say hi to you, by the way. He really loves you, you know. Dr. Massey's always really yeah, liked yeah, you. Yeah, he's always I love really, he's a really cool guy, isn't he? He's just Yes. <laughs> my very dentist. much. He's helped me a lot. Yeah, our dentist Stuart Menley. We're happy to have him. Yes. Boy. Yes. All right, kiddo. Have fun today. And uh you're gonna go to Barton Springs and cool off? I mean it's do people go to Barton Springs when it's a hundred degrees outside? They still do. Do they? Uh-huh. Is the water still kind of yeah. cool? It is. It's very cool. And uh, the only difference is that they wear less clothing than they did when I was a kid. Well, they're good. I'm going. <laughs> talk me into and, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. smooth talking. Talk I, me into it. we got a busy day today. Right. We're doing constellations tonight. So I'm going to get ready for that and okay. have somebody coming by for an IV. So. All right. Well, have fun. I have to get busy. All See right. you soon. I love you. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. Dr. Richard Massey, Patrick Timpone, One Radio Network. Down. Is he the coolest ever? 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 Or what? I think so. Well, so we're going to take a little break here, and then we're going to talk to Brandon Smith. Brandon lives up in Montana. And he's a real patriot and cool guy. And he's been doing some uh, some research on this whole ESG thing, which is, I don't know if you've heard about it, but it's, it's kind of beyond spooky, globalist, crazy, fascist, woke. Uh, and where do you hear all the stuff they're doing and how they're doing it and what they have in mind for those of us who participate? And we're not going to do that, so don't worry. So whatever. Uh, so that'll be coming, I think around one. Should be maybe... 40 minutes from now. Uh, 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 Mr. John Paul Lando, Paul John Lando, tomorrow at 8 o'clock, or at 10 o'clock in the morning. Uh, Adam Bergstrom, 2.0, a little bit later. Thanks for supporting us. Remember, if you like some of the products that we promote, please be sure that you go to our website and click on the link on our website. That's the only way we get a commission. Lots of folks, not lots, but some people think, well, if I could just go directly to Shen Blossom or the Sauna people or whatever, or Sir Thrival, I'll get a better product and it'll be faster. No, just as fast here. Just click through us and it'll take you right to their website. And the difference is that we do get a little commission when you purchase something and that's how we uh, make our house payment, which we're very grateful that we can do that. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for your support. Love you. We'll see you in about 45 minutes with Brandon Smith. Brandon Smith. Broadcasting live. Weekday mornings. This is listener supported. One Radio Network.